How do people teach? It's a great question. People go to university, study it, and think about it at all times in their life. How does one teach effectively? Well, that's how I'm... Well, that's the topic of today's podcast. I'm going to teach you how to teach. I'm going to give you a four-year degree and multiple years of experience and teach it all to you in 10 minutes. You ready? Let's go. Now, last time we discussed how to learn and a theory behind what I call rapid growth. The bare bones of rapid growth is learning appropriate knowledge and implementing it in appropriate experiences. There are two phases of learning. The first is learning the knowledge or skill, and the second is implementing that knowledge and skill in an effective way. Let's say you watched a video on taking photos and adjusting the aperture to make photos really pop. You're not going to learn much if you don't implement that knowledge. You're only going to truly learn by taking photos and exploring the different aperture options. If we don't implement that knowledge, we fail to fully learn and grow. Yes, there is learning done when you increase your knowledge, but in comparison, it really is just the tip of the iceberg. When you implement knowledge, you're really getting down to the meat and bones of the learning. And for my vegans, You're really getting down to those roasted pine nuts that fell to the bottom of your salad. Oh, yeah. So knowing how one learns is essential to understanding how to teach. So when teaching, you need to have a balance of knowledge and quality experiences for your learner. Think about it like a campfire. When you first start the fire, you don't go straight to adding the large blocks of timber. You start with twigs and kindling. If you give the fire too much wood, it either burns very slowly or it gets smothered and eventually burns out. When you first start learning how to make a fire, it's tempting to rush the process and add wood too big for the flame. But with practice, you eventually learn the balance between fire and wood. Knowledge is the fire and the wood is the experience. If there's barely a spark, and you go adding experiences that are too big, either slowly learn or burn out. When teaching, having an imbalance of knowledge to experience results in either learners being bored and unchallenged or giving up and disliking the skill altogether. Think about the wise master teaching the young, impatient student. I think of Aang in Avatar The Last Airbender when he's learning firebending for the very first time. The old firebending master Zhang Zhang gives Aang a simple task to practice, not letting a leaf be consumed by the cinders he burnt into it. Aang's curiosity gets the better of him and he decides to explore different advanced techniques of firebending resulting in him hurting his best friend and then deciding to never firebend ever again. This story doesn't fall far from what happens in classrooms all around the world with maths or any other subject. Now let's reflect on this story with a learner slash teacher lens. Keep in mind, for rapid growth, we need to balance knowledge 
with an experience that is challenging, achievable, and intentional. Did Zhang Zhang connect with Aang to determine his knowledge? In a way, he witnessed Aang's attitude towards bending, and he also understood Aang had no real knowledge or experience with firebending. So Zhang Zhang had a grasp of what Aang understood. Because of this, he was able to understand what to teach him next. Zhang Zhang gave Aang a task to practice his knowledge, to stand still and stop a leaf from burning. Now, Zhang Zhang's intention was to teach Aang discipline. But for a beginner, was it achievable? I believe it wasn't. Why? It was a simple task. Aang had knowledge of bending techniques and was an extremely talented bender. It must have been achievable. But let's go back to the intention. Zhang Zhang's intention of the lesson wasn't teaching firebending. It was teaching discipline. With this intention in mind, for Aang to learn discipline with firebending in that moment was nearly impossible with what knowledge he was equipped with. So, this is a great example of a task being simple, but the intention of the lesson being far too challenging and unachievable. The lesson was intentional, but it was too challenging and unachievable. It only gets one of our one mark for our teaching criteria or learning criteria. So where did Zhong Zhong go wrong? Wrong. That was horrible. But I'm gonna keep going. When giving Ang a practice experience, he failed to connect, provide, and guide. I'm gonna explain those later, but remember, connect provide, and guide. Zhang Zhang failed to connect with Aang to truly find out his true knowledge and attitudes towards firebending. He failed to provide appropriate knowledge to Aang, having a standoffish approach towards teaching, and he failed to guide Aang's experiences. The task he gave Aang was also unachievable and too challenging. What a clean sweep. So Zhong Zhong isn't actually the teaching master that we once thought he was. Now, as a result of this, Aang quickly finds himself in learner limbo, where the learner experiences slow, tedious, and frustrating learning. Now, it is part of Aang's character to want to learn quickly and see results. So instead of staying in learning limbo, Aang explores by himself and burns Katara, his best friend. Now, this is a great story that shows the effects of imbalance with knowledge and experience. Just to be clear, Zhang Zhang knew that what he had to teach Aang was too much for him. At first, even declining to be his teacher, but later got forced into the role. The whole experience was doomed from the start. Zhang Zhang wasn't the right teacher because he didn't know how to balance Aang's knowledge and experiences. We need to connect, provide, and guide our learners. We also need to keep in mind we're always doing this even without being intentional or wanting to do this. So the imbalance of students' knowledge and experience happens all the time. You have kids hating math, 
hating learning and hating school. Now, is this because they have a bad attitude towards learning and math and just want, what do they say, attention? Or is it more complicated than that? This is what I believe education should be. Three words. Connect, provide, and guide. I've said it before, but I just want to say explicitly, connect, provide, and guide. Connect with the learner to discover what they know and what they don't know. Provide the appropriate knowledge, then guide the learner in their exploration. This system is what I strive for whenever I'm an educator. Connect, provide, guide. Let's say we're teaching a child how to use a knife to cut an orange. Okay? First, connect with them. Find out what they know about using a knife. Now we can provide them with appropriate knowledge that will be useful for them. Now, do we just give them our sharpest knife and say, hey, good luck, brother? (laughs) No. That's where our guided exploration comes in, where we provide a space for them to learn in a safe environment. That safe environment may be giving them a butter knife to try out and cut the orange. And when they have enough experience with how a knife is controlled, it's time to move on to something more challenging. We connected to understand their knowledge, we provided valuable information, and then we gave them a safe space to explore their new knowledge. That space was challenging, achievable, and intentional. Combine this all together and what do we have? Rapid growth. To teach, you must connect, provide, and guide. Hopefully, in that order. Will you be awesome at this the first time you do it? Oh, I can guarantee you won't be. I've met teachers that have gone to uni and have had their own classes that still suck at teaching because they're not using our learning equation effectively. They're practicing something that's not effective teaching. So, that's what they're getting better at. You get better at what you practice. So, if you start practicing how to teach now, oh yeah, you're going to be good. You're going to be so good. This week, go and practice trying to teach someone something. There's a lot to learn when trying to teach someone something about the subject and about yourself. If you've listened to this podcast, I believe you've got the knowledge to give it a shot. Now, I'm not going to be there to guide your experiences, and I haven't connected with you. All I've done is provided you the information, all right? So now you need to try and provide a safe environment for yourself to learn while you teach. Now, if you've listened to all three of my episodes, for sure you're ready. Just try and match an appropriate experience to your knowledge. Teach a friend how to play a game. Don't commit to teaching your mum how to use Instagram. You're not ready. I repeat, you're not ready. I will never be ready for that. I don't have the knowledge or experiences, but I will need to practice. (laughs) All right, so good luck. I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. This is We Are Professionals, and you can call me Yadaki. I can't wait to learn from you.